a mirror on the wall. Make me feel better and tell me who is the fairest of them all. Go on. Say what you always say. Um, well. Well, what? Am I not fairest of them all? Well, now that I've seen Snow White, I gotta say, she's looking pretty darn fantastic on the old Ferris meter. I mean, have you ever seen such a natural beauty? And have you ever seen a cracked mirror? to the bad princess podcast this is the podcast i started saying that i was like wait is that what this fucking podcast is called no i mean it's close <laughs> but it's not quite it <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm just start over <laughs> bad, bad princess movie podcast yeah is that right? yeah i did it yeah that's it you got it this is the bad princess movie podcast we're on a roll everybody Woo! Uh, I'm... Who are you? I'm I'm Christy, I'm your host, and this is my co-host, Brie. That's me, hi. (laughs) We're starting off with some weird fucking energy for this episode. We. We, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm making up for Brie being very tired with me apparently not knowing where the fuck I am or (laughs) who I am. (laughs) Or oh, what boy. I'm doing. We don't know Cause... what's going on at this point. No. We started reminiscing about eggs and, and it just fucking ruined me, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I lo- not the egg song. Not the not the flash animation, the egg song. We were res- reminiscing about eggs. Yeah, just thinking how good it <laughs> just, is to eat eggs. Just, you know, fucking some delicious, tasty eggs. Yeah, because we're in our mid-30s and that's what excites us now. It's, it's just like... Thinking about eggs and how satisfying it is to eat eggs. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with us? Ooh, so that's where we're at today. Hey, Christy. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh, did you finish the spiel where this is the podcast that seeks to catalog all the terrible movies about princesses and princesses to be? Now we you- have. Oh, yeah, we have. All right. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm really sleepy. How's it going, no, it's, friends? Welcome it's, to it's, the podcast. Yeah, this this is again. This is gonna be. This might be a weird episode. Um, Let's cut some. We have we we have a bad one. We're getting back. We're as yep. promised. I made sure we started off this season with a good princess movie. So now we are looking at a bad princess movie. Ah, uh, like the title says. Yeah, ha 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 ha. But uh, we're taking a look at Happily Never After 2, which, which this is... We didn't do the first one, did we? No, we didn't. Okay. I was like, is my memory really that bad in that, like, I can <laughs> see this and actually completely forget a whole film? Because, like, <laughs> usually I can look at it and have, like, a vague recollection, but I was like, did we? We haven't. Please tell me we haven't actually done this one and my brain just... Actually, literally, I joke about it deleting things, but like, <laughs> this would be another level. Yeah, no, this one. Um, so this is kind of a funny story, but uh, so yes, this the original film just titled "Happily Never After." Um, that one we have not looked at. 
When I was trying to decide what movie we were going to take a look at for this episode, I was just reminded, I reminded myself of this film's existence, and I knew that I had made an entry for it on the Bad Princess Movie blog that I have. Um, Mm -hmm. And I could have sworn that I had not seen the first film until I went and I looked at the entry for the sequel Oh. On my blog, where it says that I, I I did indeed, I watched the first film and felt it was super boring. So I, oh, it, was wow. apparently, it was apparently so boring that I have erased all memory of seeing it wow. from my brain. So, yeah. like, I didn't forget it, but you actually forgot the whole thing this time. That's a, that's a yeah. powerfully, that's a powerfully boring film if you can forget it. Yeah, and and now I'm kind of fascinated <laughs> because now I'm just like, well, how boring was it? Um, but yeah, so I just kind of I I just opted to let's skip ahead to the second yeah. one. Um, because here's the thing: is that this movie has very little to do with the first film. Um, I I kind of assumed because there's really nothing like it's a pretty self-contained little film. Yeah, so it's it, to the point, I I know, I, I have a note to bring it up in discussion later, to bring up that, yeah, this, aside from a few characters, this film is completely separate from the predecessor and probably should have just been completely removed from it altogether. Because <laughs> it's, because like, the first Happily Never After wasn't like it was a big hit. It kind of came out and then was forgotten about, much like my memory of it. Um, <laughs> you know, so I don't think, like, the, like you would think if you're doing a sequel, you're trying to bank on, on the name recognition of the first movie. Yeah. And I don't think that did them any fucking favors with this film. <laughs> people, even fewer people probably saw it because they're like, oh, I didn't even see the first one, so I probably shouldn't see the sequel. Yeah. And, the, and it was a direct-to-DVD sequel, too, so, you know, oh, yeah. like at, least, at least the first film made it to a theatrical release, but this one, yeah. Dang. Nope. <laughs> Just no one has actually seen this movie. We are the first no. ones. You, you know what's interesting, too, is the, um, the first Happily Never After was made by Vanguard Animation, and we have seen a different film of theirs, uh, oh. the movie Charming, that we took to took a look at a few oh, years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, but um, Vanguard Animation specifically did not make this sequel film. Ah. Um, <laughs> it was made by Kickstart Productions and Berlin Animation Film, which... I, I don't know how that works. I guess, like, the rights to make a sequel either didn't belong to Vanguard Animation or, like, they sold or, like, gave permission for another studio to develop it, the sequel. Um, I guess. It's just, that's that's a very, it's a very weird thing to me that, I don't know, like, they, they made the first movie and then just, like, kind of handed it, handed off the series to somebody else. I don't know. Like we're we're done with this. It didn't go over so well. You do, you take it. You know we don't need this anymore. This is this is fine. Someone probably yeah. paid them to get it, and then they were like, "That's probably more money we'd make than having it for with us." <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, did we want to jump into the plot summary right away? Uh 
I mean, yeah, let's take it away, Christy. Tell us all about the (laughs) happily never after to Snow White, Another Bite at the Apple, which is a very long title. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and like, and, and and they use the, um, the, the at symbol instead of like the at, because that's like what the cool kids do, you know? Oh my God. The amount of, this is how teens talk in this film is, uh. (laughs) <laughs> it's yeah it's pretty truly astounding so please take us away christy tell us tell us all about the the plot of this one <laughs> will do oh sugar i like the spice i never get enough. once upon a time in the magical kingdom known as fairy tale land Two beings named Mambo and Monk watch over these scales of good and evil, which maintain the balance between the two opposing forces in the fairy tale world. Mambo and Monk introduce us to Good King Cole, Queen Grace, and their young daughter, Princess Snow White. Queen Grace was especially beloved by the citizens of the kingdom, not just for her beauty, but for her selfless, kind nature. Mommy, I want to be loved by everyone, just like you are. You will be, Snow White. Just remember, Snow White, the mirror only tells half the story. True beauty comes from helping others. Yes, Mommy. (coughs) (coughs) Mommy, are you okay? Unfortunately, while Snow White was still young, Queen Grace fell ill and soon died. The kingdom mourned the loss of Queen Grace, all except for one young woman who was jealous of Queen Grace's beauty. Stop smiling. This is a sad day for the kingdom. But doesn't this mean someone else gets to be queen? (sighs) And so the years pass, and Snow White is now a young woman who is more interested in going to clubs with her friends than she is visiting the orphanage with her father. While the king isn't happy with his daughter not following in her mother's footsteps, he gives her permission to go out that evening to the new jousting club. Snow White arrives at the club with her entourage, where the bouncer allows her and her friends to cut ahead of the long line of peasants. The peasants are incredibly angry about this, and end up booing Snow White for it later. The winner of the joust is a young man named Peter that Snow White immediately gets a crush on. Snow White and Peter get a chance to talk, and Peter admits that Queen Grace was his personal hero, having been raised in an orphanage that she visited frequently. Yeah, your mom was great. She just had something about her. Her looks? Well, yeah, but... Her fashion sense? I guess, but... Oh, the way she did her hair? Huh? When one of Snow White's friends accidentally infers that Peter is riffraff, Peter angrily departs. Snow White is shocked, but at the goading of her friends, snap out of it and returns to partying. Back at the castle, King Cole is pondering the question over what to do with the wayward Snow White, when one of his advisors suggests that the king should find a new wife, one who will guide Snow White just like her late mother was meant to. When the king catches Snow White coming home past her curfew, alongside the news of her cutting in line, the king decides to do just that. We then cut to Mambo and the Scales of Good and Evil. Mambo, in an attempt to check the accuracy of the scales, accidentally pushes it to Max Evil where it gets stuck. With that, a mysterious shop opens up in town managed by Rumpelstiltskin himself, and the jealous woman we saw earlier arrives at his shop, requesting that Rumpelstiltskin make her look just like Queen Grace. 
He does just that, and it's not too long before the woman, now calling herself Lady Vane, meets the king through Fairy Godmother's dating service. And so one day, while Snow White is trying to think of ways to catch Peter's eye, the king introduces Lady Vane to Snow White, and announces their plans to get married. Huh? Who's Lady Vane? Lady Vane is going to be your new mother. What? My new mother? Excuse me, since when? Since I decided I wanted to get remarried. Lady Vane, I'd like you to meet my daughter, Snow White. Mommy. Snow White, I knew you were pretty. But now that I see you up close, you look just like your mother. And so do you. She does have quite a resemblance, doesn't she? Daddy, what's going on? I decided I wanted a wife, and you needed a mother. And lo and behold, in walks Lady Vane. She's just perfect, isn't she? Too perfect. Snow White is upset over her father suddenly deciding to get married to a lookalike of her dead mother, and runs off. How unreasonable. <laughs> yeah, what a bitch, Snow White. God. <laughs> Jesus. Lady Vane excuses herself, and once alone, she lets the mask slip and reveal that her niceness is all an act. Furthermore, we learn that her recently acquired magic mirror is the source of her new beauty. Lady Vane consults the magic mirror on what to do about Snow White, which leads to the conjuring of a magic apple that'll make Snow White say rude things. If used properly, it can ruin a reputation, but not necessarily about the person being gossiped about. Precisely. And one bite of this magic apple will make Snow White say the rudest things she ever thought possible. Really? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, you can be such a nag. <laughs> Lady Vane is rotten to the core. <laughs> apple joke. <laughs> well, the apple works. Snow White is tricked into eating the apple, and immediately falls under its spell. As a result, all of Snow White's friends, and the entire kingdom, start receiving cell phone messages from Snow White talking ill of them. And by the way, cell phones exist in this very terrible yeah, world. Yeah, uh, apparently there's cell phones. Don't worry about it? Question. Yeah, I, I couldn't figure out. I didn't, want, I didn't know how to explain it in the summary, so it just happens. I mean, uh, there's no explanation for it in the movie. It's just, they have cell phones. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. It has to happen for the plot that everybody yeah. has cell phones. Anyways. <laughs> the next morning, an unaware Snow White wanders into town, only to be chased out by everyone who she insulted. Snow White runs off into the woods, where she comes across the cottage of the seven dwarves. It turns out that the dwarves were old friends of Queen Grace, and after Snow White explains her current situation to them... The dwarves decide that it's their duty to turn Snow White into the woman her mother would have wanted her to be. With no other options, Snow White agrees. Back at the castle, in spite of Snow White's disappearance, the wedding preparations between Lady Vane and the king continue. Lady Vane maintains the illusion of being a kind woman in front of the king, but to everyone else she shows her true, mean self. One of the people who sees Lady Vane's true self is Peter, who is now working as her bodyguard. While that's going on, the dwarves are making Snow White perform good deeds for the other fairy tale folk. When a session of babysitting goes awry, Snow White ends up bursting into tears. 
One of the children tearfully asks Snow White if she hates them. To calm the little girl down, Snow White starts singing a lullaby her mother used to sing to her. This endears all of the kids to Snow White, who join in on her song. And if that looking glass gets broke, Mama's gonna buy you a billy goat. And if that billy goat won't pull, Mama's gonna buy you a cart and mow. This positive experience helps Snow White realize that she wants to help others like her mom did. And so Snow White opens a help center where she immediately begins tending to a variety of fairy tale creatures. Back at the castle, Peter ends up overhearing Lady Vane confessing that she got rid of Snow White as part of her plan to marry the king. Peter rushes off into the woods, where he luckily stumbles across Snow White's new help center. Peter explains to Snow White that Lady Vane is actually a horrible woman and that they have to stop the wedding. Peter and Snow White race back to the castle, arriving just before the King and Lady Vane say their I do's. Oh, Snow White, you're back. Now is not the best time for reunions, honey bunny. Dad, if you truly love Lady Vane, then marry her. I won't try to stop you. But if you're doing this because I've been a brat, then, well, I've changed. I've found my way. Why must you ruin my wedding? She hasn't changed at all. I mean, what has she ever done for anybody? To vouch for Snow White, all of the people who she helped at her new help clinic offer up examples of her newly acquired goodness. Lady Vane is obviously not happy at this development, and so she orders her magic mirror to kill Snow White. At her command, Lady Vane's magic mirror begins spewing out blasts of evil magic. Thankfully, Peter and the King both defend Snow White, and together they're able to redirect the magic onto the magic mirror, destroying it and restoring Lady Vane back to her true form. As Lady Vane cries over having lost her good looks, Snow White consoles her by telling her she doesn't need magic to be beautiful. You don't need a magic mirror to be beautiful. Really? Really. <laughs> Come on, Lassie. We've got some work to do. The dwarves take Lady Vane under their care to give her the same lesson and kindness that they did Snow White. Snow White is welcomed back into the kingdom with open arms, and I guess at some point the scales were fixed because now everything's back to normal and Mambo and yeah, Mambo are happy. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry yeah, about it. <laughs> it just doesn't it's fucking fine. get showed. It's fine. Uh, but the, fil- <laughs> the film ends <laughs> on a kingdom-wide dance party with Snow White and Peter dancing together. Let's give this party some snow! Like I, I should have been keeping track of how many of these movies end with a dance party because it's not a, a small amount. I feel yeah, it's not an insignificant number. Yeah, it's a good go-to if you don't really know how to end your movie. Just everybody's dance. I mean, I can't argue with it. I love a <laughs> dance party. I love it. I love the way. <laughs> I, I love ending a movie with a big dance number. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> so I assume that 
I, the the two little wizards, uh, Mumbo and Monk, are from yes. the first film because they are not explained in this one. Uh, they're just sort of keepers of the balance of good and good evil. And, evil. Yeah. and they're just these sort of strange little creatures. Like one's a sort of like little pig thing and the other's a, a weird little cat thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so they are, they're basically, apparently some of the minor characters, I was looking this up on IMDb, some of the minor characters are reused from the first film. So, like, I think the dwarves, they said, are okay. minor characters. But Mambo and Monk, yeah, they're... I don't even... I don't feel like it's fair, fair to call them main characters in this because they contribute absolutely fucking nothing in this movie. <laughs> and literally, the only reason why I even included them in the summary is because... If I didn't, there would have been no connection between this film and the first one. Yeah. Like, otherwise, it's just completely its own thing. Yeah, which really, it it should have been. You don't need Mumbo and Monk or the scales at all. Like, this film, this film sets up that it's the, the unbalanced scales that tips off the plot with Lady Vane. Like... Oh, the scales went to evil, so then Lady Vane was inspired to go and and enact this whole plot. But like, you just you don't need that. No, just... it's it's sort of it's a framing device that is completely unnecessary. Yeah, and it's so weird too because they set up the Lady Vane character in in that little prologue with them showing Snow White's childhood and the death of the Queen because they yeah. they show. I don't know if she, I don't know if Lady Vane is her, her real name or if that was part yeah, of her yeah. disguise. But as, as like a young, a young woman, Lady Vane is, she's not conventionally attractive. And so I guess like she sees everybody loving the queen and she assumes that it's because the queen is very beautiful. And so yeah. she has, she just has this big chip on her shoulder about the queen and she's even she's very happy when the queen dies even though the rest of the kingdom is in mourning because yeah now, <laughs> now someone else will be the queen and it's like oh, boy. oh she's she's already like thinking like one day maybe i could become queen um but no apparently apparently without this fucking scale tipping to evil she would have just continued to be a slightly bitchy woman <laughs> for the rest of her life I guess? Because, uh, like, the scales tip, and then all of a sudden Rumpelstiltskin is there. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I don't know if if the tipping scales conjured him into reality. Yeah, and maybe that's, like, a plot point. Like, I know the scales... I Like, I know the scales were in the first film, and I think it was a similar thing if they were, like, tipped to evil, and that that's... Like, all the fairy tales were going crazy in Haywire because of it. Um, huh. So, I don't know, maybe there's some explanation from the first film of how this universe works that I have completely forgotten. Um, <laughs> that you absolutely have seen, but have also completely <laughs> banished from your mind. I think I still own the movie on DVD, too. I could have watched it. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> I could have. I could have watched it in preparation, but I just didn't fucking want to. Yeah, but why would you want to? Yeah. Yeah, I already, I warned myself from the past, this is a boring movie. You won't like this, so. <laughs> We've already <laughs> purged this once. 
Don't make the yeah. mistake of watching it again. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not letting. I'm not giving you that favor. If you watch this again, you will remember every agonizing fucking minute for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh God. Oh. But yeah, so I don't know how this this universe quite works. I I was kind of wondering about this. Is like, does free will exist in this universe? I. I think that's a bigger question than they were ever prepared to answer, Christy. <laughs> uh, it's just, yeah, I don't know, again, with, like, Lady Vane, like, she only seemingly decided to try and take over the kingdom with the scales tipping. I don't, like, just just have her fucking make the decision herself. Yeah. Like, the the only other point in the film were Mambo and Monk like kind of interfere with the plot is that they they decide to try and show up at the castle and at first like they're trying to delay the wedding so they're just trying to it's just like i was gonna say like comedic um yeah. like side plot stuff but it's not really funny so yeah <laughs> that would if, for it to be a comedic side plot it would have to be funny <laughs> yeah and it's just a side plot <laughs> yeah it's just them being there and trying to be funny. Um, yeah. But they do. So they're actually there with Snow White and Peter as they try and stop the wedding. And there's this really fucking baffling part that I have to highlight because uh -huh. Lady Vane, she blasts them with the magic. So they're in the throne room. She blasts them with the magic. And then they somehow are blasted back into the scale room. And I, it's just, it, I have a feeling they must be eldritch creatures. Like, they cannot be <laughs> harmed or killed. And every time you try, they simply respawn in their, in their scale oh, room. Like, they, whoa, like you, can, you cannot kill them in any way that matters. Maybe. It's because they... <laughs> it's, it's... Oh. That's, like, the only explanation for it. Because it's just... It's such a weird moment. They just, they just like get blasted into the skill room and then they briefly look at each other and then that's it. Like they don't even they don't even do anything now that they're back in the scale room because we never like see them fix the fucking scales. <laughs> well that's what that's what they're doing during the end of the movie. Like you don't have they they just didn't show it. They were just busy, you know, fixing the scales. It's I, I guess. It just yeah it doesn't matter. <laughs> They yeah. fixed it. It's fine. Yeah. No, I can only assume that they are godlike creatures who, <laughs> who simply do not obey the laws of life and death. Yeah. Very, very weird. <laughs> do you know, I, I, I found out um, in, in reading the trivia for this film, apparently the, and specifically like the series or like the first movie, um, there was this old... Not not old. There was this German uh, TV show called Sim Salagrim, and it was just about these two little characters, uh, and they would go to like different fairy tales, and they would help the fairy tale people on their like in their story, like help them accomplish what the fairy tale, how the fairy uh -huh. tale is supposed to play out. Uh -huh. Um. And so apparently the like the first Happily Never After originally was going to be like a theatrical version of that German cartoon. Oh. Interesting. I bring that up because I actually I I used to work at a a company where 
we had a reception area and we had a little area for kids where they could watch movies while their parents came in and talked to some of the salespeople. And for some reason, the only DVDs we had were of the Sims Grim show. Oh, okay. And so, and so I would be, I was like, I would help out and I would sometimes like uh, cover reception for lunch. And so uh-huh. we we would have like these kids in here and I'd just be like, I'd put on the, the cartoons for them. And so that's like, I've, I've watched that show. Oh, I shit. don't know. I don't know how popular it is in Canada because I've I've literally never heard anybody else mention it until I read the fucking the the IMDb <laughs> trivia for just, this movie. Just had an absolute brain blast. Like that's what I. Hang on, oh, I oh, know shit. this. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that. Like I. Oh shit. I, Oh shit! Like I just, I just assumed <laughs> that they just found these DVDs in the dollar store. Like, I mean, they probably did. Bin. Yeah, it was, it was a cheap ass office. Um, they're bankrupt now. It's all good. Oh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah. So that's like the characters of of Mambo and Monk. I forget like the characters in in Simcella Grimm. It was like. There was like a salamander looking dude, and then there was like oh. the vaguely cat looking dude. Oh, okay. And I, so they just I turned rem- one of them into a, a a pig instead. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And in, in the in the first movie, he was voiced by Wallace Shawn. So they definitely they did not get a lot of the returning voice actors. I don't think they got any no. of the voice actors actually. So no. Major downgrades in this altogether. I mean, they have Cam Clark, and that was the only voice yes. I, I recognized. <laughs> yeah, oh, good old Cam Clark. They did get Although good old Cam Clark in here. He's not, um, he used an alias for this, which I kind of Yeah, he, d- <laughs> he sure did. Because I was like, I heard him, and I was like, oh, that's Cam Clark. And then I watched the credits, and I'm like, that, who's that? Yeah. That's not Cam Clark's name. And then I looked it up, and it's like, oh no, that's that is Cam Clark. Uh, he just used an alias. Yeah, yeah. It's I. It, it's a little weird because he voices both the king, so he voices Snow White's father and her her love interest in yeah. this film. It's a little, little fucking yeah. weird. Little a little <laughs> weird. Um, but I like to think that Cam Clark wanted to use an alias for this movie not not just because it's just kind of a shitty movie and he doesn't need to clutter up his his long and and well uh deserved resume with this bullshit i like to think that he didn't want his name on this because the character he plays the king he fucking sucks I hate this king <laughs> Well, you don't like you don't like the 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 guy who constantly compares uh his daughter to his deceased wife and then decides to remarry on a whim and is like this is your new mom. Yeah. 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 And then mm, I yeah. have I have like a whole fucking page of notes and the heading for this section is just called this king fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So like go like, off Christy. Off, yeah, I will. Thank you. <laughs> like, starting off, this king, 
is so he's he's mad and crotchety because his daughter turned out ever so slightly spoiled and that's like its own little subject we'll have to get into because really snow white like isn't all that fucking bad like but the king takes he, he seemingly takes no ownership over her ending up that way he always cites how snow white's mother was supposed to to show her how to be a good and kind person and 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 that's why he has to remarry is because she needs a mother to guide her into womanhood ruling a kingdom no problem raising a daughter i'm lost perhaps she needs a mother my lord someone like queen grace it has been some time hmm someone to help guide her into womanhood Precisely. And the people have been longing for a queen. Maybe you're right. <sighs> it's like, what the? You're her fucking father, my fucking... guy. How about you, uh, fucking parent her? Yeah. Dum dum. What the hell? There... What the fuck? It's so, it's so fucking bizarre to me. Like, there's no acknowledgement over this. And it's just like, I feel like I, I'm... Like, like, <laughs> like, does nobody like? Does nobody else see this? Did you not like? Hello? Did you not notice how shitty this guy is? Like, yeah. No. Like at one, he he at one point he says, "Your mother didn't raise you like this." To Snow White after, like she's crying because the entire town hates her. Your mother didn't raise you like this, bitch. Her mother is long since dead. Yeah, her mother's We're... been gone for a very long time. Maybe you should have raised her. Yeah, her mother I didn't know. raise her like this because she's been fucking dead. And her yeah. father apparently has been doing jack shit. You know, Snow White like makes like multiple comments to different people in the film. Like she's surprised when she hears all these tales of good that her mother did for the kingdom. Like, what? where's the fucking, like, does the king like not fucking tell her? About what, like, who her mom was? Or share these stories with her? Like, I feel like he must just be like, like, this, this kid. And like, she's a bit of a little shit. She's a, she's a, <laughs> a chitty teen. And that's just, you know, that is what it is. Yeah. She's got some growing to do ma maturity wise. Fine. But also, this poor kid has grown up. In a situation where she has heard nothing but comparisons of her, between her and her deceased mother for who knows, like since since her passing, she has been hearing nothing about how wonderful and amazing her mom was, but apparently never given like actual examples, like yeah. never actually told the good things she did. Just, you know, she helped people. Okay. Cool. She's and and just having the pressure of constantly being compared to to someone like that. I mean, that's just that's that's, that's yeah. fucking rough. That's rough. What the hell? Yeah. And then apparently her dad just didn't, you know, actually step up and raise her. <laughs> so like, yeah. Well, and the film even like specifically shows us that you know the king comes in. And Snow White's getting ready to go out with her friends to the club, but the king wanted Snow White to come to the orphanage with him and, and like, see all the kids, like a goodwill thing. And Snow White 
just basically like doesn't like she bats her eyes a little bit and the and the king relents and gives her permission to go with her friends and it's just like okay you can't complain that she wants to like go hang out with her friends or that she's going out to go hang out with her friends when you are giving her permission to go and do it you can't have it both ways yeah you can't be like well like it's she's a she's a, a snotty little teen that's like you can't, you have to either you have to step up and parent her and like yeah like, like wh- he, he what he did you a, expect he makes a comment to his his like uh, second in command or whoever like, the advisor guy is that you know running a kingdom is easy but but parenting a, a teenage daughter i have no clue like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> like I'm so I this I this getting, I was getting so bad when I watched this. Like this <laughs> fucking sucks. And nobody yeah, calls him on like, it. Well honestly, fuck this guy. <laughs> fuck this guy. He decides to get married purely so that he can have a wife and foist all of the responsibilities of teaching Snow White how to be good onto the new wife. Yeah. Like he's like, Which, I, I don't know what to do, so I'm just going to find a woman. Marry yeah. her, and then she can parent my daughter. Yeah, that's so. That's bro, just, what the hell? That's so, that's so fucked up on like a few different levels. Yeah, like, what, what the fuck? Oh god. Oh, just yeah, just you know, don't don't worry about marrying someone for love. You know, just no. marry someone so that you can get them to raise your kids. Um, yeah. And it's so it's it's so weird too because how I how they do that basically the king's advisor not even the king himself he doesn't like go and start to like oh yeah 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 the, yeah oh my god sorry go go ahead <laughs> the king the king just tells his advisor go get me a wife and so the advisor goes to godmother fairy godmother's dating service and then she just starts interviewing ladies to like bring a portrait of them to the king. And then, I guess just from that, the king find you know, obviously, like, Lady Vane shows up looking exactly like his deceased wife, and he just goes, sold. Let's get married. Well, and, like, they have a whole scene where, like, so she's in, the fairy godmother is interviewing all these ladies, and then sends along the portraits to the king, and you see the advisor showing the portraits to the king, and he's like, no, 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 mm-hmm. like, like, they're too ugly for him, like, he, he, like, backs away in horror at some of them, and it's like, yeah, so, so he's just as bad as, as, the stepmom judging by appearances like yeah all this talk about how like beauty comes from within and he's sitting there looking at polaroids deciding who's gonna be the prettiest one for him to marry yeah yeah and like this whole thing is so that he could find like because presumably he wants a good and kind wife because he wants somebody to teach goodness to his daughter but he, yeah we we only ever see him vetting these ladies based on their physical appearance yeah you like you need a sequence where he's actually like going on dates with these women and you could like that could have been a fun little a fun little montage you know he's going he's like going on a whole bunch of dates and all of these women are duds or they do weird shit on the date (laughs) 
But instead, it's just like it's it's so weird that he he decides it's just like a business transaction. Like he basically he told his advisor he wanted um like some flour. Go get me a bag of flour. And the yeah, advisor go went get out. me a woman who's hot as my ex or not my ex. Sorry. <laughs> go find me a woman who's as hot as my deceased wife. Yeah. And and he just goes out and basically goes to the hot lady store and purchases one for him. And <laughs> just finds just, one. And she just so happens to be a clone of his deceased wife. Yeah. Yeah. And that whole scene with Snow White um, being introduced to Lady Vane is great because... And I say great. It's actually fucking terrible, but that's why it's great. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Is, is because... Like, Snow White has, like, a pretty good point. And, and yet I feel like the movie wants us to think she's unreasonable. Oh, this is, like, totally crazy. I mean, you don't even know this woman. What's happening? Whoa, Snow White is arguing with her father. I mean, really? This is getting good. What? What's going on? Oh, no! Get up here and help me! Snow White, I am going to marry Lady Vane. Our wedding is already planned. Already planned? Yes, when the cow jumps over the moon, and that is final. No, it isn't! <sighs> oh, dear. Don't worry, honey bunny. Snow White and I just need some girl time together. Snow White is like, she's really taken aback that this woman, this exact duplicate of her mother, her father has suddenly decided to marry... Yeah, um, like, has met her presumably very shortly ago and is now like, yep, uh, you look enough like my my hot dead wife, so get in here. Yeah, yeah let's, we're, we're getting married. I'm not even telling my daughter that I'm thinking about getting married, which presumably no. is because he, like, decided that earlier that morning. You know, this was, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a yeah. day of fucking happening. And... and- and introduces her, like introduces the the teenage daughter who is mm-hmm. who is like old enough to make her own sort of like emotional decisions. Yeah, she's not mature clearly, but like she's yeah. she's old enough to to be a person and just being like, "This is your new mom." It's like that doesn't that's not how that works. Yeah, yeah, no, that's not it's even not- close to how that works. It's not a recipe for success just to no. spring a new wife onto your adult children. Yeah. And like, this is your mom now. It's like, no, that, yeah. no, you can't. That's not. No. Yeah. Absolutely and, not. And and so I, I like, I, I feel comfortable sharing this, but my parents divorced and they divorced when I was an adult and I was like, you know, mature like mature enough to handle it and yet it was still it it still felt weird when my I saw my parents dating other people because Mm. you know it just it's weird like you spend a good chunk of your life you see your parents together even though you know rationally your parents are divorced and they are moving on with other people they are happy with these other people it was still like it like I remember the first time I saw my mom kiss her now her now her her second husband my new my stepdad yeah the first time I saw them kiss I I legitimately had a physical reaction because it felt <laughs> just like oh 
Yeah, and it felt like it felt wrong, even though there was nothing wrong about it. Yeah, and yeah. So I can't imagine if I just came home one day and my mom was sitting there with a guy that I had never met and was like, "Oh, this is your new stepdad." Like fucking excuse me. And also, me? he looks exactly like like your dad. Oh my god, I would flip my fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. God. So, like, bad job all around on this dad. Yeah, yeah. King you Cole, know, bad job. Bad job. F minus, see me after class. <laughs> yeah. They could have fixed this so easily, too, because they've introduced that Lady Vane uses magic. Just have her use magic to inspel the king, you know? Yeah, yeah. Es- especially because... And this is this is just adding on to this man's resume of of shitty things that he's done. To- <laughs> but when when Snow White goes running off into the woods crying, which first off, this is this is also a fun moment, is that oh god, the king the king and his advisor are there. Snow White comes running up to them and she's crying. Everyone hates her. Everyone's chasing her. And then she runs off and the king goes, "Snow White, wait." And then he goes, Hey, advisor guy, um, go go follow my daughter. Yeah. Like, he doesn't go after her. He sends his old old man advisor to try and chase after her. And then he gets, like, two blocks and can't do it anymore. And then <laughs> yeah. that's the extent of him looking for, for her. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. Then he's like, well, I guess she's gone. I'll, I'll find her later or whatever, maybe. Yeah. He, like, he's like, oh, has Snow White shown back up yet? And, and Lady Vane's like, nope, don't worry about it. He's like, okay. Like, okay, yay, yay, let's carry on with the wedding. Like, like, why wouldn't, like, why wouldn't you go after your daughter yourself? Yeah. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't you be concerned that your daughter is fucking missing? Especially why? after, like, when, when she's running through the town crying after all this happens, like, mm-hmm. people are chasing her. And yeah. some of them have weapons. And I'm yeah. like, is this town trying to murder the her? Like, what is the what is the the thing going on here? This is a little fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and he just sees this and he's like, well, I'm sure she'll be fine. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, not my problem. Maybe if she had a mother, then the mother could have gone after her. <laughs> yeah, maybe the mom could run after her. But yeah. mm, not the king. But yeah. Like if you had if you had magic bewitching him, then it would be so like you could forgive him or at least partially. Like I guess depending on what stuff he's doing under the influence of magic and what stuff he's doing because he's just a shitty dad. Um, <laughs> but at least like it could be like Lady Vane like makes him more selfish or like makes him um, focus all attention onto her and and that's part of like the ending is that the spell is released on him and he can apologize for the shitty things that he do- he's done to Snow White. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, terrible Man. dad. <laughs> I was that was I was surprised by how much I hated the dad in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I and I think because most of my memories of this film, I remember mostly laughing at how like Snow White is definitely she's a bit spoiled and bratty. But she really isn't all that bad, in my opinion. Like, yeah, like, she's not, like, kicking dirt at orphans or something. She's just, she's acting like a spoiled teenager, which is just, 
expected because she's a spoiled teenager. Yeah. And you know, like, like... Yeah. Even even stuff like the... like, Which, this is... The, the line skipping. It's so funny how seriously they take this in this universe. That's that front page news. It's literally front page news. They have a little fucking newspaper and Snow White... Skipping the line was front page. Like, like, God, it's like a slow news day, I guess. I guess. But, but like, ain't the whole nothing thing else going with, on in this kingdom, apparently. No, but the whole thing of her skipping line, her and her entourage roll up to this club, and the bouncers are the ones who let her and her friends in. Yeah, which is like, I, I correct me if I'm wrong, uh, listening audience, I because. Well, Christy, or or Christy, if you happen to know, <laughs> if if you know, like, uh, if a pop star, <laughs> yeah, if like a famous person rolls up to an establishment, generally they get let in before everyone else, yeah, because they have a lot of money and and influence, and they want people, establishment owners, let them in. So yeah. it's like. Sure. Should she, should she have gone and waited at the back of the line? Yeah. But, like, this is actually just a thing that happens. Is that, like, rich, famous people get in places <laughs> first. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Should it happen? Like, no. Does it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Of it does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We're not saying that celebrities should get special treatment, but that's just, like, they do, though. That's just how this the shitty world that we live in works. Yeah. You know, like, I, I I, don't know if they, like, they should have really made her a worse person. Like, instead of the bouncer letting her in, she and her friends should have been the ones insisting on skipping the line, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Instead, they roll up in their royal carriage limousine, walk out, mm -hmm. and the bouncer's like, yeah, come on in. Yeah, come course. on in. Like, you're the it, you're the literally the princess of this land. You get yeah. to come in. You get fucking dibs. And let let me tell you, if I if if there was a medieval times restaurant in our area and I got to roll up there in a limo, I would a hundred percent expect a red carpet and to be like escorted in on like pillows of 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 the finest silken goose feather. <laughs> it's like, I love experience. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's I guess I didn't want it to be too terrible because this uh, this this is yeah. only a 70 minute movie. They they only have so <laughs> much time to establish. And then it already feels rushed with the uh, yeah, the the resolution of her becoming a better person, air quotes at the end, um, where she sings songs to children once and she's like, oh, shit, being nice does feel good. I'm going to completely change my entire worldview and personality. Yeah. Well, well, and that's why, like, her not being as shitty of a person, it almost works in that regard because she had less of a leap to make. Um, yeah. But yeah, it does, like you said, it does feel like they didn't want to make her too terrible. Or they... I don't know. I, w I almost wonder too because I feel like I think this film came out around the time that like socialites going to nightclubs was like like I just feel like that was like an era almost in social oh probably 
I don't know if social media is the right term for it, but just like this, like social event. Like I just remember as a kid, uh, or like, yeah, like a young teen, however old I was, like you would hear stories of the socialites going to clubs. Oh, like and the Paris Hilton going into the club or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. And I have never been good at pop culture. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I couldn't tell you who would be a modern day socialite. Cause I, I, I don't, I don't I'm too old Taylor, and I Taylor don't care. Swift? I don't think, is she a socialite? I don't think she's a socialite. I think, yeah. I just, I but, think she's famous and rich. Yeah, I guess I'm, like, thinking of, like, I feel like socialite is more for somebody who has, like, like, their career is being rich. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, like, that, like, that type of person that they roll up and I, like, I, I know that there, yeah, where there'd be stories about, like, these, these socialites getting super drunk or, like, doing drugs. Mm Mm-hmm. And of course, you can't have that kind of shit in your children's movie. So you have <laughs> no. to like, you have to water it down. So it's oh, she cut in line, or oh, oh what a- she, she didn't want to wear the royal robe, this heavy ass velvet robe that she didn't want to. She didn't want to look like fucking Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, Santa at the club. <laughs> Yeah, that was so unreasonable to me, too. Her dad's so mad that she, like, he he wanted her to wear the royal robe to the club. And as I said, it's this heavy ass, it's a full-length velvet and fur-trimmed robe. And he gets mad because Snow White doesn't wear the robe into the club. She actually intended to, but her friends peer pressured her by, like, saying that she, like, looked like she was really unfashionable when she was wearing it. gonna wear that robe are you <laughs> what's wrong girl way too retro the three blind mice could see that but it's a it's it's a heavy ass fucking robe yeah you don't go dance you're good you're gonna overheat yeah like no shit she didn't wear it in the club dad come on <laughs> like what she how's she gonna dance in that yeah like the snow white trash talking the entire town is the definitely like that's the biggest actual jerk move she did yeah and yet and yet she was also under the influence of a magic apple when she did that so like how do we know how much of it was the magic apple making her say those things and how much was like her actually like does she actually think those things yeah it's it's unclear because it's like how does how does it get explained? It's like it's an apple that if she takes a bite, she will say the worst thing that she can think about a person, yeah, or something. And it's not what the worst things that she does think about people. It's the worst things that she can think. So I I think it's up to it's a it's a I don't know, yeah I don't know if that's yeah doesn't yeah I don't know something about that doesn't feel fair yeah. Although it is pretty hilarious that, like, I don't, yeah, I don't quite get how this worked, too. Because, um, from how the film portrays it, Rumpelstiltskin, like, either secretly records her or something, and then sends those messages to everybody in town, like, he knows everybody's cell phone numbers. 
I, I, that's part of when he manifested as an evil entity, he actually also got himself a yellow pages or a white pages. <laughs> um, oh, and he has God. everyone's magical cell phone number. Yeah. Oh yeah, we have. We should clarify because they they are magical cell phones because it's not just a cell phone that you you know you just call people on. It has like a little magic orb that appears. Yeah, it's like it's like a. <laughs> it's it looks like a, a two thousand and nine flip phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so they flip it open and then a, a magical orb of magic appears and then it's a video call. <laughs> Which I don't, I'd like, why did they do it that way? They could have just, know. like, just do a split screen and show... Well, because they wanted, they wanted it to look like she has a, a flip phone. They, she want, she needs to be hip and cool like the teens are. <laughs> but also it's fairy tale, so you have to have magic. Yeah. So it's magical. It's magic. Which, you know, thinking about it, if this film was made today, I feel like what... What would get Snow White in shit is that Rumpelstiltskin would have uploaded the video to um, Fairy Tale Twitter, and then oh, it goes no. viral there. Oh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Not Fairy Tale Twitter. No. Imagine, imagine, think like, of think of the call out posts, the twit oh, mongers. M- Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be. Bluebeard would be called out so many fucking times. Oh God! <laughs> Everybody, be I was like, like, Bluebeard's in this movie, and I'm like, Oh no, you just mean like in fairy tale world? Yeah, he would. Yeah. Why does Why does Bluebeard keep marrying all these young women? And then where do they go? Where did they Where did they fucking go? And then it would start this whole thing. Oh my God! Now why am I picturing this now? Like Bluebeard, Bluebeard's social media downfall. <laughs> Well, Christy, it looks like you're going to have to write slash draw this. Oh, my God. I wish I had more time in my day to do to do the <laughs> dumbest bullshit. <coughs> yeah, I just I don't think Snow White's that that big of a jerk. This movie again, that was that was the thing that I mostly remembered from this movie is that everybody harping on on Snow White when she really there's worse. Like she just could have been so much worse. Yeah. Person. Like she's not she's not great, but she's really not like the worst person on earth. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I think this film I, I wish that they had done is So instead of trying to force Snow White to be exactly the same person her mom was, it would have been nice if they emphasized her trying to figure out her own path. Um Yeah. Yeah. Like like you said earlier, Snow White has been compared to her mom for the majority of her life and we never really get to see or hear how Snow White feels about that but you could easily see it being that like you know maybe she kind of shuns doing good because she doesn't feel like she could ever compare to the good her mom did so why even try yeah like she's been living in in her shadow her entire life Mm -hmm. um and it's like nothing maybe she tried but like she's not she was never good enough. So people are yeah. like, why can't you be more like your mom? And she's just like, she's like, she looks like she's maybe like eight at the most. Yeah, uh, when her mom dies. When her mom dies. And like, 
So it's like 10 years that she's been hearing this, at least. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I don't know. Like, yeah, it would it would get to you after a while. And yeah. So I think it would be nice. So like there there's one moment in the film where Snow White helps. And it's the little old woman who lives in a shoe. And the, yes. the woman is going out and she's having trouble with her makeup. And so Snow White, without even really thinking of it, Snow White kind of steps in to help. And she gives the woman a makeover and the woman praises her for how good she looks. And like that right there, it kind of felt like Snow... Like that's the thing, like maybe maybe that's an angle that Snow White could have done that was different from how her mom you know, did things. Is Snow White yeah. can use her own talents and skills to do good and make a change without feeling like she has to directly compete with her own mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, the the it could have been about, like, the pressure she feels of, like, not living up to it, but then finding, finding her place in her own way and her ability to help people in her own way. Yeah. Like, she opens up a beauty salon and, you know, like, especially if you're trying to tell me, like, if you're trying to set it up that Snow White is vain and she's vapid and she only cares about her looks and being fashionable, like, make that her greatest strength then. Like, show her yeah. opening this beauty salon and she gives people makeovers or she helps them feel good about themselves. Yeah. There are angles you can take. Yeah. To make it more compelling and actually have a character and not just have her ending be like, oh, they were right. I should just be a second of my mom. I should yeah. just be my mom, too. Yeah. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it, like, it is just kind of sad that it almost feels like everybody was just like, you know, beating down Snow White until she just finally gave in and became the person everybody expected her to be. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, the, the whole... The, the, <laughs> the moral of the story is helping people is good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, and I, that's it. And there's that, this, yeah. that's about that's about the extent of the nuance. Yeah, it's it's shocking that there wasn't a third movie after this. But I guess they just they just nailed <laughs> the moral so good they, they felt really that they, you know yeah there yeah. was nothing more to say. No, we've done it. We've <laughs> we've found we found the perfect message. We don't we don't have anything to say after that. Oh man, it's the whole. It's the true beauty comes from within. We did fumble that message a few times in the film, but like, that's what you're supposed to take away from it. Uh, so don't worry about it. Yeah, I did kind of like at the end where instead of like throwing Lady Vane in the dungeon for the rest of her life, is that even though she kind of would deserve it because she did try and kill the princess. Um, yeah. I mean, it was kind of nice that they're like, no, 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 we're going to try and rehabilitate this woman. Yeah, um, I do appreciate that. Where it's yeah. like, yeah, she's just, she's misguided. Mm -hmm. So we'll just, yeah. we'll, we'll show her that, like, you know, 
She doesn't have to, she doesn't, you don't have to be the most conventionally beautiful woman on fucking planet Earth. Yeah, to be liked To be respected. worthy of love. Yeah. Yeah. That was, a, that was a good bit at the, towards the end too, with the wedding thing, where Snow White comes in, and, it, I mean, it, it almost kind of calls her dad out slightly, in that, um... She tells her dad, you know, if you really want to marry this woman and you love her, feel free. But if you yeah. are just doing this because you think it'll fix me, then don't. Then don't dad. do that. Yeah. That's not, I really, that's not the issue here, no. father. And really, that's like kind of a fucked up thing to do. If you, if you assumed that Lady Vane, if she was just a regular ass, like, nice lady, or a well-meaning lady, and you don't love her, like, you're not marrying her for love. I mean, we talked about this earlier. You're marrying her because you want her to parent your kid. What a shitty thing to do to somebody. Now I'm just thinking yeah. about how bad this king is again. <laughs> <laughs> We've returned to bad king town. Yeah. Population King Cole. And also yeah. probably a bunch of other kings from from previous movies, but th that's the relevant one right now. Is just this guy who sucks. Yeah, yeah, the newest entrant. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's maybe that's like really that sums up the big problem with this movie is that everybody everybody harps on Snow White and and tries to convince us that Snow White is so bad and she needs to be changed and yet everybody else around snow white are like different degrees of assholery yeah <laughs> it's almost like you're not you're not the good the 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 good person balancing the rest of us out so like we need you yeah. to change even even like the seven dwarves like i don't know it is a little weird to me that this this teenager shows up this the daughter of one of like their cherished friends shows up on their doorstep and she's crying and she's been through um an ordeal and everybody hates her and they basically put her through um a do-good boot camp yeah and like they... empathy boot camp yeah and i don't know just something about like them making her like build houses and shit it just kind of fell i don't know like yeah. yeah like she i like i don't know how else you would get her to experience doing good for other people but i guess it just felt like a little too much like them taking like a young person who is in a bad situation and has lost their support group and then like i don't know like ah just felt just felt weird <laughs> Just yeah. so weird for them to be like, you got to do as we say, you know, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. we're going to scare you into staying by saying that there's wolves in, in the forest. So you, you just got to stay and do all this manual labor while we try and teach you a lesson. Yeah. Well, we'll mold you into the woman that we know that uh, your mother once more, your mother would have wanted you to be. Yeah. Okay. I guess I will just accept. And that's your mother. Two. Yeah. <laughs> Electric boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs> Just accept the cult of adoration that we once gave your mother that we now want to foist onto you so you had better yeah. shape up. 
I guess Peter seems okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Peter's an alright guy. Yeah. He's just... He also is like, I loved your mother. Your mother was so cool. (laughs) Hooray for your mom. Oh, you're not like your mom? Uh, Okay, well, I'm gonna go. Uh, I mean, but he does have a valid point. She is kind of... Like, she's not... She's a she's a spoiled rich kid, and he's like, oh, I'm not actually interested. Uh, yeah, and he just sort of backs out. He's like, nope, I'm out of here. Never mind. You're not. You're not your mom. Yes, you. Oh God, you are not your mom. I am voiced by your dad. It's a weird. It's <laughs> <laughs> a weird situation. Oh God. Ooh. Very strange situation going on around here. Yeah. Oh boy. I kind of think if, like, what else? I, I feel like those are, like, my major, major complaints about the movie. I could, I could, I mean, I could talk about how much I want to go to medieval times. <laughs> <laughs> medieval times seems so fun. I think they're just in the States, aren't they? No, because there's, there's one in Toronto. <gasps> there is? Remember, oh, did you not watch Video and, Ar- Video and Arcade Top 10? Oh, it was a YTV thing. Oh, God. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally watched it. I just... I don't think I ever paid that much attention to it. I forgot that you could go to Medieval Times as a prize. Yeah, that was always... I think it was, like, one of the major prizes or something. And I remember... um, and, And granted, as somebody who has never been, that was always the prize that I thought, that's the coolest fucking thing ever. You go and you see people jousting. Yeah. yeah, it looks so fucking rad. Um, and then I remember I got older and then I realized that, you know, Video and, Ar- Video and Arcade Top 10 was filmed in Toronto. So going yeah. to medieval times <laughs> as a prize was probably like... It's just a dinner. It was probably like $100. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you probably, you probably... You've probably been there for every fucking birthday yeah, in your existence. Yeah, like you've already been there before. Yeah, so it's probably like... Like, like such a nothing burger of a prize for these Toronto kids. But then again, it's a prize for going on a, a TV show and playing a video game and being good at it. So like, mm. it's not like it was a. I don't remember those kids. Strenuous activity. Yeah, I mean, good <laughs> at it is relative. With nickel, video and arcade top ten with Nicholas Pickles. Yeah. Which he, fuck- he fucking lied to us. That's not his real name. What? I, yeah, I know. How dare. It Next thing you're going to tell off. me that Wink Yahoo wasn't his real name. Oh, Brie, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, YTV, Canadian, Canadian kids television was a, was a wild thing back in the 90s. Yeah. I, I would legit, if if Wink Yahoo showed up at my local comic convention, I would 100% get his autograph. Oh, hell yeah. I don't even like <laughs> Uh-Oh! The Game Show that much, but everyone knows Wink Yahoo. Yeah. He just had, like, his his amazing fashion in that pompadour. Like, what a style icon. Truly. And then he had the, the, the man in the leather daddy set up. <laughs> yeah, uh, to, we, we, the to punish the children when they got things wrong. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Strange. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. God, it's been a while since we <laughs> talked about talked about. Nineties <laughs> oh, Canadian programming. It's so funny because after the last time we talked about it, I I looked up some episodes, and it's so funny how obviously low budget that show is like it looks it's so colorful and there's things that spin and flash but it's just it's just a bunch of kids on bleachers watching someone get dumped with a bucket of goo (laughs) (laughs) like it's so it's so nothing yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) but we all we, we loved it Oh, what man. the fuck did you just say? What? I just checked her Discord. What the- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I was gonna like, I was gonna send Bree a picture of Wink Yahoo, and I, I open up Discord, and there's this very um, unfocused, one, let's say, one um, of the children um, in the <laughs> in the uh, old woman who lives in a shoe sequence when when. Snow White uh, sings the lullaby to the children. They all start like holding hands and circling around her. Mm-hmm. And there's one child in the background who is one of the most wall-eyed background yeah. characters I think I've ever seen. <laughs> I think she's looking into two separate universes. She has, she has, she has seen the multiverse and that's where she's looking right now. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, I guess that's one thing we could briefly speak on is the animation, <laughs> the animation and the visuals in this movie, not so great. Um, I mean, yeah, I kind of wonder yeah. in, in hindsight, why did they, why did they go for the old woman who lives in a shoe, um, nursery rhyme? Because they fucking doomed themselves to have to animate a Having bunch of so many freaking little children. Yeah. 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 Why did they do that to themselves? I don't know. You could have... That was a that was a bad decision. Yeah. That was <laughs> they made it so much harder on themselves. And I guess that was the compromise is that we're going to have like these 20 children, but we are not going to spend more than 5 minutes um posing <laughs> them. Yeah. What you I... get is what you get. <laughs> Just I mean, you're not supposed to be looking at this background child character. Don't don't look at her. Don't pay attention, yeah. and you're fine. Yeah. And then you don't notice that she has seen. <laughs> she has seen infinity. Yeah, she's seen through time. Yeah. There, there are some other little things that I noticed, like, um, like Snow White's hair. She has her hair pulled back with a um a, a headband, and. Yeah. When she is dancing with Peter, her that like back of her hair, the bob is animated, so you know it's moving around. But yeah, it moves around so much that you could see that the back of her head, um, like her skull is flesh colored. So like they didn't uh-huh. like they didn't like paint that black or you know like no. put a t- texture on it. So it's just like no, no. It's but it's like why did you <laughs> why did you animate it like that then if it reveals that she has like. No, no texture on the back of her head. Why did you? Oh, I mean, it probably, it was probably just a thing that got lost along the way. Like, yeah, they probably weren't supposed to animate her hair moving that much. 
And then they did it because someone said, oh, don't worry, they'll have, they'll like paint it out. And then no one got told to paint it out. So it just never happened. And then it, the movie was done and they're like, well, <laughs> well, uh, it is what it is. Yeah. Don't look. <laughs> just, yeah, just don't look. Just don't pay attention. Yeah. Admittedly, it might be one of those things that people like us pick up on that others, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, we're, we're nitpicky course. little bitches. <laughs> Us? No. Yeah, just a little. Maybe we need to go to the the empathy boot camp. Oh shit! I'm not. I'm Maybe. not fucking build building a house though. <laughs> it's too much. I can't. Don't trust me. No, Why no. would you trust me with hammer and yeah, nails? Yeah. Don't. <laughs> I mean, I can try, but it's not gonna be good. I'm too sleepy. Yeah. I will try and I will fall asleep on the building materials. I just can't be trusted with power tools. And, and that's, <laughs> that's a terrible thing because power tools would certainly make some of my hobbies a lot easier. But um, <laughs> the ways that I have injured myself with like the most like innocuous of objects, I know I can oh never God. own power tools. I will be that person yeah. that like chops off all their fingers somehow on a saw or something. And Please I'd just don't be like, your fingers off. You need those. I know, I know, but like, it would just be me just going doop doop doop, cutting some wood. Oh, there we go. Bye, fingers. <laughs> oh no. With that exact cadence too, because I assume with the blood loss, I will be delirious. Just immediately delirious. Yes, fully, hundred percent. Well. <laughs> well, oh yeah. <laughs> I guess with that, now that we've uh, gone on enough tangents, yeah, yeah, it's time to bring this episode to a close. This is, <laughs> I think, I mean, I would recommend this one for a movie night. It's certainly entertaining enough, and there's a lot of little things you could goof on. Um, sure, yeah, yeah. But it's That's not, I wouldn't put it at the top of the have a great time list, but it's like a, it's like a mid tier, like yeah. don't, don't throw the party for this one, but like it can be a standby for like when people are arriving. Yeah. It's not a you main event, but it is no. like, you know. Yeah. It's a good, it's yeah. a good like warm up. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's funny saying that I actually can't remember if I've shown this movie to my viewing. Oh, no. it's like, oh. I remember watching it. Um, but I don't remember if I've made them watch it. <laughs> well, it may be time then. Maybe. That or that or this is one of those movies where I showed it to folks thinking that they would have a lot of fun with it. And then they just sat Didn't. there mostly silent or like checking their phones. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> that was the worst fucking feeling. <sighs> Oof. Like, yeah. no, I'm, I'm the host. It's my responsibility for everybody to oh, be God. happy. Oh, oh God. I've... I have failed in my duty. I'm so sorry, friends. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but oh no, the yawns have returned. It's time for me to go. I'm turning into oh. a pumpkin at 1 p.m. Oh, oh no! Shit. Oh okay. god, not the 1 p.m. pumpkin curse. No. no. Yeah, your your fairy godmother got things a little fucked up. Um, yeah, she really fucked this up. God damn. Yeah, she. She didn't understand time zones. She's from um, Florida, so it just, yeah, it was very confusing to her. It's only like 3 
3 or 4 p.m. in Florida. <laughs> Is it? Oh, maybe I don't understand times. I thought Florida would be the best Because Florida's, Florida's way the fuck well, over there. Yeah, but it's only like three or four time zones away. I guess I should have said like, like Europe or something. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's getting, it's getting late there. Okay. Maybe in like, I don't know. Well, well, maybe your fairy Sweden. godmother. She's she's originally from Sweden, but then she she okay. currently lives in Florida. Is ha- you know she's a snowbird. Oh wow! So she's yeah. really just her time zones are completely fucked. So she's like, yeah, oh, I think it's around this time, and it's like one p.m. Yeah, wow, yeah she's shit. and she's super jet lagged. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. <laughs> oh god. Okay. <laughs> oh, this has been an episode. It sure has been an episode. We sure did record a thing. We did. We did it, folks. Um, <laughs> if you want to see clips from this movie and other movies we've profiled, um, we're still hanging out on Twitter at BadPrincessMOV. Uh, if you want to send us an email or a suggestion for a movie, you could do so at BadPrincessMovies at gmail.com. And we also have the catalog of princess movies that you could peruse, which is at badprincessmovies.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'll try to be more awake next time. But for now, I'm going to go fucking take a nap. Goodbye, (laughs) everyone. Goodbye. Talk to you next time. Oh, oh, there she goes. Oh, okay. Bye. Bye, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God.